0: Ho 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 welcome to Pierce Podcast.
1: I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. You threw me off there. And uh, this is episode 272, a Christmas holiday, you know, whatever you celebrate, episode.
0: Yeah, pre- it's pre-Christmas. It's almost uh it's almost Christmas time, which is that magic time of the year where people are spending a whole bunch of money on stuff, which is what you know which is good. What what us resellers uh kind of count on. So uh yeah, so typically around Christmas time during the holidays. Uh, Lana and I take a couple weeks off and then during that time we maybe do like a compilation video of like all of our bolos or hustles of the week. Uh, The thing is that's not like any new content so what we decided to do this year instead is uh, for the next couple of weeks we are going to be doing a little bit shorter episodes kind of almost like our Monday minis if you are on our YouTube and if you're not on our YouTube if you're just listening uh, you should go over and subscribe to our YouTube because we have a ton of extra content on there. Uh but these will be like 10, 15 minute episodes for us to kind of talk about the year, things that we're looking forward to, recap, stuff like that. So uh uh yeah, I'm uh, I see you're wearing your your holiday festivities. (laughs) My elf hat, which has never sold. You would have thought by now it would sell. What is it it priced for, if you don't mind me
1: asking? I I
0: think like forty bucks, but it but it's new with tags. Uh, But is it is like a special brand or is it No,
1: it's just elf. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and maybe it was like you know how they have like the, the middle of the mall. Like little boutiques. I think that's what it was. It was like a middle of the mall hat. But somebody will buy it one day.
1: A super elf fan. Now, this episode, uh, being that it's a mini episode, Mike and I, since it's, you know, before uh, Christmas, you know, we want to talk about, you know, what are some of our best hauls that we had during the year? Because, you know, it's nice to get something under the tree, but it's also really nice to source something that allows you to put a lot under the tree. That's right.
0: So what? Uh, tell me, tell me, what
1: was one of your good
0: of hauls? All right. So, I mean, I tried to figure out like, okay, there's the there's the hauls that are like, okay, this was a, a bunch of money. And then there's the hauls that have the cool stories. And one of the hauls I was really excited about this year wasn't actually mine, but it was my wife. And so when we first started kind of reselling together, she did a lot of going to thrift stores on her lunch break and things like that. Uh, she never really did the garage sale thing. Uh, mm-hmm. We We did a, a little bit of retail arbitrage together. But now she kind of does mostly the the shipping and the uh, you know that aspect of our our job, and I'm I, I remember distinctly I was still doing like virtual schooling so I'm like at at the office that I was using for for Wi-Fi, and that was the office we were using to store all of our stuff at the time, and she like comes in she's like I need your help unloading the car and I'm like What are you talking about? And I go out and she had already like went into the office and got a chair and stacked this rolling chair up with all of these Harry Potter puzzles. And she's like, there's a whole bunch more in the car. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I was, I was at this retail store and they had a whole bunch of these and they were on sale on clearance. And she's like, I looked them up and they seemed like they were selling. She goes, so I took a shot and I bought them all. And I'm like, you bought them all. And I'm talking like, Uh, her entire vehicle. I mean, we got a Subaru Outback with a pretty big uh, trunk and the seats lay down. Like the whole thing was just full of these puzzles. And the funny thing is my wife hates when we sell board games because they're always the hardest thing to find boxes Mm. for. So I'm like, oh, these are going to be terrible to find boxes for. And it was one of those things where they sat first we bundled them together cuz it was two different puzzles and and it seemed like some of the ones that were selling were bundled so the two of them together and we sold quite a few bundles like that in fact in fact we sold one where it went global shipping and so it was a bundle they paid full price for and then the it didn't make it like something happened but it made it to Kentucky so they got the refund and they bought it again so we we basically sold four puzzles to one guy got the money nice. he got his puzzles everyone wins uh but it, they were kind of sitting for a little while not really selling and then as Christmas time came like they have been pretty much our, our biggest like I guess you could say almost Q4 retail thing. like we're, We were selling puzzles like every other day we were selling a bunch of puzzles and we just recently sold our last three puzzles and it was kind of a cool feeling. I mean, it took forever to find a box that fit these because they're big boxes because uh, they're like the 4D puzzles or the 3D puzzles that you actually have to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not the flat lay puzzles. They're, they're, they're big foam pieces but it was really neat to actually see my wife like step out and like take a risk and for the risk to pay off. You mm-hmm. know, it was exciting to see that from her and to see, um, you know, because the other thing too is, even for me, when I go and I make a purchase on something, there's always that, you know, is this a good purchase or not? But I make so many of them. I may might buy a hundred things at a garage sale and if five of them end up being bad purchases, oh, no big deal. But when this is like her one purchase of the year, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure on her, right? There's a lot of like, I hope this sells. And the fact that they've done so well and we ended up making so much money off of them, I think it was a really good just experience for her, experience for me. Uh, and I'm also really excited that uh, we don't have to move them anymore because we, we it took several trips to get all this stuff from the car into the 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 office we were using. And then we ended up moving to our shed. But before our shed was built, it was like we stored them literally in her mom and dad's bedroom. We're like, these are kind of nice and we don't want them like in this thing we're using for storage like can we put them in so her parents bedroom like had a whole wall that was just full of Harry Potter puzzles nice. and then we had to move them from there into our shed and and finally they're they're all sold so we've got our space back we made a bunch of money and that was just a fun haul because you know i'm i'm reaping the benefits of it now that they've all sold and it's this Q4 time and then it also lets me know things to be looking for and then it's okay to hold on to stuff you know as you're getting closer to Q4 if it's a Q4 item you don't have to everything doesn't need to sell in in uh, you know, April, it's okay if it waits a little bit. So
1: what I hear though in, in the story there is, you know, on the practical level is, one, you know, buying for Q four starts early, mm-hmm. right? It, it starts, you know, I start buying for Q four once, you know, if I want to. It all depends. It is risk. There is risk involved, right? But you know, chances are. I believe if you buy at a low enough cost, you're either going to break even or you're going to make profit, right? So a lot of people that selling Q4, they're buying like in in <laughs> January, right? When things go clearance, and then they're holding. Now you have to figure out you need the space, you need to be able to hold it. But uh, you know that that's one of the things about reselling. I'll share one of my experiences is that I I think one of the signs of like growing as a reseller is taking a risk and being comfortable with it. Right, because it's it's hard, you know. When you first start, you pick up, you know, you're like, I'm not going to spend more than two dollars, or, you know, I'm only going to pick up, you know, maybe I'm going to spend fifty bucks on a few items, but and to drop a few hundred or whatever it is, right, it gets risky, right. And this year, you know, my my limits were pushed on some things, and I've had bulk buys, but I've I've never had so many, I would say, like blind bulk buys in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so one of my favorite ones, and all these I think we have on YouTube, but um. You know, uh, one of my uh, good friends who's a reseller uh, in San Diego was moving. Uh, and so part of his move, he didn't want to take all his inventory with him. And, uh, you know, Fernando had had called me up. He's like, hey, man, I'm trying to offload some of the stuff. Uh, let, you know, we can, let's make a deal. You know, come on over. And, you know, the funny thing is when I first met him was when I went to his garage sale and I actually bought stuff from him to resell. And so it's like a a circle of reselling. It is. And then next thing you know, I'm over his house for Thanksgiving and stuff. It was crazy. Uh, but uh, actually Halloween. Uh, but you know, here's what's crazy. So I dropped about 900 or so dollars. I think it was more. He actually, it's funny. We laugh. He's like, nah, man, you, you paid a whole lot more than 900 for everything. And I lost track, but here's the thing. I always talk about, you know, always buy a certain amount that like you can make your money back pretty quick. And I always extend it to you should be able to make profit on at least 25 percent of the stuff you bought. Right. So it was a great buy in that buy. You know, I was basically buying a whole nother reseller store that had items like I did. So I bought a bunch of vintage hats Uh, within a few days. I was already making profit on those. Bought a whole bunch of vintage toys. Now, I will say half of those toys did really well. I bought a whole bunch of Skylanders. And what I loved about buying the Skylanders is that I learned, right? I would say every nice haul I had this year, not only did I make money on it, but it was a learning experience. So, you know, I I think one of the best ways, I mean, you could go on eBay, you could search completed sold. You can go to thrift stores, you can go to garage sales. But I think bulk buys are one of the easiest ways to learn about a certain niche, Mm. right? So I learned my scalenders, I know what's valuable, I know what's good, Uh, but you know, there's a whole bunch of other toys that I thought were gonna do really well and some did make money, but some haven't moved, Mm. right? So it's part of the risk. Now, fortunately, I've already 2X, I think maybe even 3X my money from everything that I bought. Sorry, Fernando, but he's cool with it. We talked about it, we laughed about it. Uh, And also understand this, when people are trying to offload items, right? You're both happy, right? Like even him, he's like, nah, there's no way I would have taken this. I was okay selling it to you. I knew what I was selling to you. And so it ended up working out. And you know, this Q4, I was able to sell a lot of those toys. Some of those toys, maybe, you know, it's going to wait a little bit. Maybe I overpriced them when I first listed them and maybe I need to adjust them. I mean, obviously right now it's kind of too late, uh, but you know, sales do come through in January. So I right, was another one of yours.
0: So, Several months ago, we decided, hey, let's start doing Saturday videos, right? We kind of uh-huh. changed up our method. And I I talked about selling the, the original action camera that I had, and I bought this action camera specifically for uh, being able to do garage sale ride-alongs. And I picked one that had a really good image stabilization. So when I'm walking around, it's not really shaky or while I'm moving. It's got a good camera and it's got a front facing, um, a front facing you know, screen so that I can do like selfie stuff. So I buy this and I, it comes in the mail and I'm playing with it. And I'm getting it ready. And so the very first garage sale afterwards, like I have a hard time sleeping, right? Because it's the excitement of a garage sale. And also like, I'm going to be making a video and I hope it does well. And the anxiety of like, well, what if I don't find anything? And it's a lame video. And that garage sale run was actually one of my best runs of the year. So we ended up seeing each other at, it was mm-hmm. like a, a a woman's group was selling a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And so they had, I a remember thing. that. Yeah. So we ran into you each you other during that event. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, I picked up so much good stuff that day. And the funny thing is Orlando and I both like we, I ended up calling him after the garage sale hall and I'm like driving home and we went like separate directions. Like, so we both ended up at the same place the first thing in the morning and then we went separate directions and I'm like, I had such a good day. And he's like, I had such a good day. And we realized like we went to different places. So it was just a hot all in the, in the County. It was like a great day, but I picked up, I picked up one printer. I paid I think $5 for it. And the printers go for, it. it's like still new in box. I haven't listed it yet. It's like big, but, um, those things go for like four or $500. I picked up at that woman's place. I picked up a, uh, a scuba bag that had, um, scuba weights in it. And I picked up the bag to sell the I bag. Know. And I didn't even realize that the weights themselves that were inside of it were, Worth a fortune. I made over $100 just off the weights that were in that bag. And I think I paid like $5 for the bag. I picked up Bose speakers at that place and sold those. I picked up um, a, a gun holster, actually two gun holsters. And I need to do a little bit more research. But when I first got them, like, these are cool. They're leather um, and they're like old. And then I start doing research. And I'm like, these are like World War II like, gun holsters. Like These are like r- antique collectibles. And they're going for well over $100. And so I, I ended up making so much money and I've already sold probably more than half of the stuff. I picked up a electrical box at at that place that like it's like a, just a cover that goes over like a panel outside. I paid a dollar for it. It's like this big metal box and they sell for like $180, right? So I, I just, that day it was like I couldn't lose. Yeah. And there's been a lot of times I go to garage sales and I lose, but I, it's just a reminder that when you're reselling, you're going to have off days. But then you're gonna have a day where it's just stop after stop after stop you're just getting gold i couldn't even probably list all of the great stuff actually i mean i could because there's a video of it's a two i, I did two videos from that one haul it was such a big haul i had like 230 minutes so i have like an hour video of footage for me out doing stuff and the haul itself so if you haven't subscribed to us on youtube and you're not watching those videos go subscribe watch those videos those right along videos because uh that those also contain some bolos right because Show stuff like, hey, I picked up this thing; it's worth this much, and you might not have ever thought to pick those things up. Agreed, agreed. Now, the the one that I'm going to share real quick is one that I've talked about a
1: lot. Uh, before I do, though, if you've been listening to us and you haven't smashed that like button, make sure you hit that like button on YouTube. If you're listening to a podcast, jump on over uh, to our to our YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button and that bell notification. And uh, you know, some of these hauls that we do pick up, uh, one of the things that we always end up having to use is bubble wrap. And if you have not, used American Bubble Boy yeah. American Bubble Boy. De- definitely encourage them. They've been... Awesome, this Q4, uh, getting you know those uh you know that bubble wrap that I need so quick and within two days, uh, and at a great price still. And so if you haven't yet, go to uh the link below and uh, use your promo code Pierce of Podcast, first time uh, buyers end up getting a discount. And so definitely check them out. And you know, even if, if you're a repeat buyer, and you want to help us out, go to you can go to our link and just say hey Pierce Podcast, appreciate you. Uh, you know, we're gonna keep buying American Bubble Boy. So I like it. Thanks so much. So I've talked about this one so much. I don't know. I feel like every episode, but man, that Hot Wheels haul that I had was the ultimate haul. I think I've had in my entire reselling career. Now I've had some pretty decent hauls. I mean, I would say my, I had a massive Harley haul that lasted four weeks. My first year full-time kind of the first year part-time reselling as far as I took eBay seriously. Uh, But you know, I didn't, I learned, but you know, with Harley, you know, there, there's a lot to learn. Yeah. Right. But I think with Hot Wheels, it's like, you can or like, we could do a whole podcast just about Hot Wheels. Yeah. Well,
0: the know? hard thing too about that, though, is this knowledge is definitely going to make you a lot of money in the future, but I think you stumbled across like, uh, kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity 100%, to get that 100%. The hard thing is like once you learn that, like, cause there's a couple niches like that, that I know a little bit about, but yeah, if you go on offer up or, you know, somebody who's collecting that stuff, like they know what the stuff is yeah, worth. So agreed. it's a hard time getting those deals. But again, you're at a garage sale and there's just like a one-off and you're like, oh, I know that car is valuable. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, just qu- quickly, there's a whole YouTube video on it again, business cards. That's what did it, you know? And, and, you know, sometimes I get people that call me back a year later, two years, this actually was at a garage sale. I bought a bunch of Disney stuff. I actually bought a lot of Disney stuff also from a storage unit at the same time. But that business card, right? I spent $50 and on those business cards two years ago. And I've made thousands off of that purchase. And so got connected, showed up. You know, I, I did drop uh, $1,300. And here's the thing. I knew that within a few items, I would not not a few. It was probably like 10 or 20 items. I'd be able to make my money back. But I got to tell you, I feel like I paid for like a, a, a unit in in college credits in Hot Wheels.
0: Yeah. Because um, Hot Wheels <laughs> 201, like it's like the slightly advanced version. Yeah. Because not, not
1: only did I learn, you know, I learned about like what Redline me- meant. I learned what Redline Club membership is. You know, I learned about, you know, what year certain cars are great. I learned what error cards are good. I learned how to even ship Hot Wheels. There's a certain way to ship expensive Hot Wheels. You need to have, uh, you know, protector cases on those. Uh, people are very particular about, you know, the kind of damage that's on a box. I mean, I I learned a ton. And so up until now, I, I think it's been about two months. I have not sourced for eBay in two months and I'm still going through that collection. I, and actually, you know, I paid $1,300 for the whole collection. And I was running the math today. I was looking at all my solds and net, I've netted about $1,325. So I'm over the break even point already. And I still have, you know, I'm only 80% of the items listed and I got another 20%. And uh, I think, you know, during this Q4 and into January, I'm probably going to end up, and again, that's net profit. So did I say break even? No, I didn't just, I already broke even. That thirteen twenty five is on top of breaking even, right? So I've already 2X my money. I'm I'm thinking I'm probably going to 4X, 5X my money. Unless I find a crazy like Hot Wheels treasure hunt that's worth like $1,000, then that's going to be <laughs> the ultimate. So always leave your business card. Always network. I had a great relationship with these people. They trusted me. Uh, you know, it allowed me to work out a great deal. Uh, and so always network, always use those business cards and, you know, take that risk sometimes as long as you can make back your money on 25% of the stuff you should be good to go. That's so, good stuff. Hey, hope everyone is having an incredible, you know, whether it be, you know, you're celebrating just being with your family, whether you're celebrating Christmas, just having a great holiday. I uh, just, you know, this, you know, I love the whole reason for the season and uh, hope everybody has a great holiday. With that being said, did you forget? No, you you do it. I do. I do it. Yeah, you do it. Wow, what a way to end off like this Christmas. Make sure to be real, you <laughs> know, and be resellied. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Peace.